You're listening to CSB Broadcast, where Community State Bank links you to the communities of southeastern Wisconsin and keeps you connected to the people, businesses, and events happening near you. All right, good day, everybody out there in podcast land. This is Steve Donovan at Community State Bank. Hey, we're honored today to be with Matthew Elmer from the American Cancer Society. And uh, Matthew's going to talk to us um, uh, about the American Cancer Society, but more specifically, uh, uh, the Relay for Life. And we're also joined today, I'm lucky enough to have uh, one of my co-workers, uh, Nicole, who's going to help uh, with the podcast. And uh, Nicole, welcome. Thanks, Steve. So, Matthew, welcome. Thank you. Um, how are you? Great. I'm happy to be here. Well, we're glad to have you, too. We also have Ellie with us from Community State Bank, and Ellie is our, our producer of the podcast. So um, thank you, Ellie, and great to have you, too. So, Nicole, if, uh, if, if you would open up with, uh, with, with a question you might have. Yeah. Matthew, how did you become involved in Relay for Life? Great question. Um, and I, don't, I feel like I'm not asked this often enough because I, I always love telling my, my story, but... Uh, Actually, I started um, volunteering for Relay for Life when I was a staff member of ACS, or American Cancer Society, in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, moved there, my wife was in college, and uh, I got a job straight out of college working for the American Cancer Society as an administrative assistant. And uh, Relay was, was really big in the Phoenix area. They actually had, um, I think, around 30 Relay for Life events throughout the whole area, um, raising well over a million dollars combined um, and of course as a staff person they try they usually lean on you a little bit more often to help out day-to-day activities and uh, event needs and I jumped right in and um, from there just being around people who have the same passion for you um, to fight cancer and uh, people who know loved ones who have been impacted who have been lost and um, I just really it was kind of magnetic for me to, to tag on to that um, lo and behold, roughly three or four years later, uh, my aunt had been diagnosed with breast cancer. So it really hit home personally there. And from there, I've, you know, kind of rallied my, my friends and family around that and uh, relocated back to Wisconsin um, to be around family and started working for the American Cancer Society here in Pewaukee, Wisconsin, actually, um, about uh, four years ago. So That's awesome. Um, can you give us a little background for those who may not know Relay for Life um, or aren't aware of it, what it is and what it stands for? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Relay for Life actually started, a little history behind this, um, it started I think around 35 to 36 years ago in Tacoma, Washington where uh, one man set out to raise awareness and raise some funds, uh, Dr. Gordy Klatt. Um, he walked all night to raise money basically for the American Cancer Society. I believe he raised uh, somewhere around 30000 that first year, and then from there just, uh, you know, really blossomed to this worldwide movement. Um, but Relay for Life, it really started with just Dr. Gordy Klatt walking track all night. Um, his kind of motto was that cancer doesn't sleep, so we're not going to either. Um, so that was his intent, and he was going to walk all night and, you know, raise awareness around that. Um, so fast forward 35, 36 years later, um, there's over 3,500 events, uh, Relay for Life events in uh, the world, um, in over 26 countries. Um, since inception, since Dr. Gordy Klatt walked that first lap, um, they raised over 4.5 billion. Um, and uh, Relay for Life 
locally here in Racine um, has really made a huge impact on the community. Uh, we have a ton of volunteers who come out. It's a, an overnight event. Uh, so there's, um, you know, family teams, company teams that get together from 6 p.m. on a Friday night through Saturday morning at 8 a.m. Uh, to, to camp out and show that cancer won't win. Uh, we're gonna fight as hard as we can through the whole night and um, really honor our local cancer survivors who are fighting the battle, so. That's so cool, just getting goosebumps thinking of it. Um, Steve, how did you become in Relay for Life, or become involved? Yeah, um, I, my little story was, um, I've, I was diagnosed with, um, with uh, non-Hodgkin's follicular lymphoma, so um, through that uh, diagnosis, had a couple of things that I had to do, and one of those was chemotherapy for uh, six months, and then um, I had to um, continue to receive uh, infusions of uh, of a cancer drug that was actually called it's called rituxan, and it works with your body's immune system, and it basically tags or identifies cancer cells and has your body's immune system go and eliminate those cells. But that drug rituxan was actually derived um, from dollars from a uh, from researchers that were employed by the American Cancer Society. And when I went kind of through, um, through all, those, um, all those fun days, um, uh, I, I ended up being nominated for uh, the American Cancer Society Spirit of Hope Award. And I ended up being the recipient of, of a couple of years ago. And at, they have a banquet, and at that banquet they asked me to speak, and, uh, and, I, and I did. Um, I didn't, I cried a little, spoke more, um, but uh, anyway, from that, there were people in the audience, which I didn't know at the time, that came up and approached me uh, after the event, and, and they were from Relay for Life. And they asked me if I would kick off the Relay for Life and lead the opening, opening lap and, and say some words from the trailer and that sort of stuff by the track. This was when it was at Franksville. Um, and so, so I, I was very honored and, and, and did that. And then a lot of my oncology nurses and all of my friends and stuff from uh, your treatments, you, you could become a little family. And uh, a lot of those folks were there. And it was, it was pretty cool. It's a very special event, very emotional. That's awesome. So that's, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, what suggestions, Matthew, do you have for people who want to help fundraise for the event? Yeah, um, there's a lot of different ways that you can show your support for the American Cancer Society and for cancer survivors uh, like Steve who have experienced cancer firsthand and fought the battle and continue to fight day after day. So um, the first thing is just to make sure you register um, online, uh, relayforlife.org. Um, find your local event if it's Racine or another area um, Relay for Life. and. Um, through once you're once you're online registered, you can then access your fundraising platform, your dashboard, and send emails to family and friends, and sh and you know show them that you're supporting the mission. Um, you can actually do a, a Facebook fundraiser. Um, you can actually you know gather up your your friends and family and host a community event. Um, so there's a lot of different ways that you can raise money for the American Cancer Society to continue its mission. Um, and then once it comes to Relay for Life, you can come out with your with your team and uh, do on-site fundraising as well. So, cool. Oh, I was just going to ask if you could maybe talk a little bit about like what is the 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 day about? You know, when you're walking at three in the morning, like what, what, how does that all work and what what's going on and activities besides just maybe walking around a track and that kind of thing. 
Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, it's a very emotional experience for a lot of people who have, you know, faced cancer head on. Um, but and like you said, um, through our opening ceremony, that's where we really kick off the Relay for Life event. So we'll have our honorary cancer survivors share their story. Um, we might have a couple other speakers to share um, how they were impacted by cancer um, or share what they do in the community to um, support the mission of the American Cancer Society. Um, and then we open it up with that, that opening survivor lap. Um, so it's a sea of uh, people in purple shirts. Purple's our, our cancer survivor color for Relay. Um, usually in Racine, we have around 220, 225 uh, cancer survivors in attendance. Um, so it's very impacting, inspirational. You have all those people who have fight, uh, fought cancer or are currently fighting cancer all walking together um, as one through that opening lap. Um, and then their caregivers, um, people who have helped them through their um, diagnosis or through their treatments or given them rides to their chemotherapy appointments, uh, walk the second lap with them hand in hand. Um, what I really love about the Racine event is that all our volunteers go out onto the um, track as well and hand out these really beautiful flowers uh, mm -hmm. to all our cancer survivor attendees. Um, and then after those that opening ceremony is over, then we kick into all the uh, various fundraising activities that the, uh, the teams are doing on site. Um, we have a lot of other activities as an event where people can participate in. We'll have a kids area, um, a lot of different games and contests happening. Um, it's very interactive and exciting and um, make sure you bring some money out because there's, there's all kinds of opportunities to make donations and spend money. We have food. Um, then we'll have, um, actually this year, we're gonna have uh, live entertainment from a band as well, local overseen band. Um, and then we go into our luminaria ceremony, which is at nightfall. Um, this year it's gonna be at 10 p.m. And through that, it's more of a memorial where uh, we have um, these, uh, I guess, sandwich bags placed out around the um, path. Um, they're white and people decorate them and um, they're in honor or, or remembrance of a loved one who's um, in, been impacted by cancer and um, we'll be having glow sticks inside those so it's really bright and um, we usually have our honorary caregiver um, who will share their story um, and maybe a, a cancer researcher or a local physician from the cancer center um, and then we go into some uh, more ominous laps where it's quiet some, um, you know, I guess not so loud music and walk a few laps to honor all those people that have been impacted. And then from there, usually that's around 11 p.m. or so, and then we go into all kinds of fun themed laps and really to build up the excitement again. Um, a lot of different uh, activities and, and contests again. And we go until uh, 8 a.m. the next morning where we have our closing ceremony. So. It's a lot of time to fill, um, but our volunteers are just really crazy and eager to make it as, as fun as possible um, because we really want to have all our participants there all night long um, and keep people engaged. So, It awesome. sounds, sounds great. And this year, um, it is May 30th, June 1st, and where is it located? It's, uh, it's actually Friday, May 31st. Oh, May 31st. Yep. So I apologize. Yep. Yes. So Friday, May 31st um, through June 1st, and it's, it's located actually right behind Community State Bank at Mount Pleasant Campus Park, uh, right across the street from the Steeled Air YMCA. So um, it's a brand new venue to us last year. Uh, the park is still being built, but we have plenty of space for us. There's a, 
Um, their parking lot is uh, really it's a really great walking path, so we use that as our track per se, and um, we have our, our stage out there, and then all our um, teams and vendors and stuff are outlined around that um, uh, walking path, and then we have a, the playground that we can use as well, and we'll have a lot of different activities and stuff done in that area too. So, uh, so this is Ellie, and I just wanted to ask um, Steve a few questions because I recently had the privilege of interviewing Steve for an internal video um, to kind of get our employees to rally around this cause. Um, Nicole has done a great job of trying to get our employees involved, and I know she has a few things that she's going to be sending out soon to make sure that our employees are joining a team. Um, but I, I wanted to um, talk to Steve a little bit about why these events are so important to local cancer survivors. Why why do they make a difference? Yeah, I mean, they make a difference. And one, the obvious one is financially, obviously, that the money that goes into research is absolutely critical. And each and every day, there are new advances that are being made uh, to, to deal with the numerous different types of cancer that, you know, somebody can can end up uh, um, getting. And without those dollars, that research can't happen. And then those cures can't be found. And then you can't save lives. So, you know, the money is, you know, it's, it's paramount is, in my opinion, obviously the number one thing. But beyond that, you know, there it is um, the, uh, the support system. And when you go through something like this, if you're on either end of it, I mean, if you're the, the person dealing with, with cancer, just the support that you see and you receive and is is also some of the best medicine that you can you can get and then the other side of it is uh, you know i i often said i had the easy part i just had to be sick um you know my wife and kids they had the hard part um so the survivors you know folks that are there that have been supporting the people going through that um this is a great event too because it does recognize those people and you do get a chance to thank them in uh, kind of in in a very special venue, uh, so you know I think for those reasons, um, you know it's 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 pretty important stuff. Mm -hmm. And I know firsthand that that's kind of an emotional thing to talk about because um, I I was able to interview you the other day, um, and it is a hard thing to talk about. So I'm really happy that you were willing to share that. But I think it's important for people to know how much these events really impact people that are struggling with this or have a family member that's struggling with it. Um, and I just wanted to also ask Nicole, why is it so important, you know, at a community bank, um, community state bank's a little bit different, you know, than working at a bigger organization. Why is it so important for our employees to kind of rally around um, different individuals that have struggled with cancer? And why are you so passionate about it? I'm so passionate about it because it's, it's so prevalent in everyone's lives. I don't think you could find one person on the street that would say they don't know anyone that's been affected by cancer um, whether it be a family member, a close friend, um, or a relative or anything like that, it's, it's so prominent. And to have a community bank and have someone who's been a part of our, our, our family here at the bank who's been impacted means so much. And we want to rally behind him and show him that we support him and everything he's been through and um, everything everyone else has been through who's been affected by cancer. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that, guys. Mm -hmm. Great. Well, in closing... Is there anything else that like we haven't asked you or anything else that you would you know make sure um, you got out there to to everybody in podcast land there's always all kinds of things that we're we're looking for uh we're looking for partners uh corporate or um, business local businesses to partner with um sponsorships uh, to help fund the mission 
Uh, we're also looking for teams and um, community members who are eager to support um, the American Cancer Society through this Relay for Life. So go and get signed up and registered. Um, there's still plenty of time. Uh, I think we're 24 days away. So, um, so we're so you know we're still super excited. Um, if you have any ideas on um, activities and stuff to to offer, we can still squeeze some things in if if you want to bring that to our attention. Um, we do have a lot of um, fundraising opportunities as well. Um, there's some incentives too that go along with fundraising for Relay for Life, um, de depending on the, the amount of money that you do bring in. Uh, we're partnering with the uh, Green Bay Packers and Nicolay Water for a, um, a water boy, water girl opportunity uh, this fall to where uh, children ages seven through 14 can go out to the game and be the official Nicolay water boy, water girl. So really exciting there. Um, yeah, so there's, and, and, you know, locally we have volunteers who do a lot of fundraising throughout the community. So just, um, you know, look at community calendars. See if you see something that's American Cancer Society centered, we'd love to have you participate and be a part of it. And how do they sign up? Is there a web address or a phone number? Yeah, absolutely. Um, from relayforlife.org, you can actually go on and search uh, your community and um, find the local Relay for Life that way. Um, look up Racine, Wisconsin, and our Mount Pleasant um, location event will pop up and super easy to register, it's free. Um, and then just from there, you can rally your, your friends and family and fundraise. Well, that's fantastic. Matthew, thank you so much for your time. Great cause, obviously. Uh, I think it's a wonderful thing for everybody to participate in. Uh, Nicole, appreciate all of your uh, help on the podcast. And Ellie, you're the best producer in podcast land ever. Thank you, Steve, for being a part of the American Cancer Society and for being at our event. And we obviously would love for you to return if you are available um, to you know honor you and get you a purple shirt for being a cancer survivor and um, just really appreciate your you know involvement and support that way so sure I'd love to plan to be there <laughs>